Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Michael Unbroken, who helps trauma survivors get unstuck, learn to love themselves, and become the hero of their story. Michael, how you doing? Man, I'm so well, my friend. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thanks for coming on. And we love to jump right in. So if you could start with telling us a little bit more about yourself and what you like to do for fun, that'd be great. Mm, interesting. Um. So I'm an author, speaker, coach, podcast host, a uh, bunch of different stuff. Uh, but ultimately, my, my mission and my goal is to just help people show them that doesn't matter what has happened in your life, that you can figure out your way through that. Um, for fun, dude, I, I'm an entrepreneur, man. I've run three companies. For me, having fun is, is honestly, it's working. It's creating, it's building, it's constructing Um, but outside of the work scope, it's probably doing martial arts and being an avid fan of, uh, martial arts in general. Gotcha. Gotcha. So do you watch competitions and stuff like that? Oh, uh, definitely a couple times a month. It's kind of my, my recharge, my, my disconnect from the world. So whether it's UFC or one or even old pride fights, which I still love, even though I've seen some of them so many times. Yeah. It's kind of my, uh, my go-to. There we go. There we go. And I think you touched on your motivation a little bit, but let's highlight it for everybody real quick. What gets you up and keeps you going every day? Yeah, man. Well, look, it's, it's not motivation. I'll tell you that most of the time I'm not motivated. I think motivation is a lie because it'll work for a little bit, but what do you do after like a week? It's uh, it's discipline that keeps me going, man, because I just, you know, what happened is I just made up my mind one day. I was like, I'm doing these things no matter what. Trust me. I mean, like motivation is one of those things where like, sometimes you need like that spark, right? You need a little gasoline. You need a quick flame to just get you out of the gate. But people rely on that going forward. And they're like, I'm not motivated. I'm like, yeah, no shit. Nobody is. Right. And so what are you going to do about it? You got to show up. You got to be disciplined. And, and so much about that is really just being accountable for yourself and sticking to your commitments. You know, I teach my clients all the time, whether I'm coaching them in business, in podcasting or in life. What I always teach people is if you cannot keep your commitment to yourself, then how can you ever think someone will trust that you will keep your commitment to them? And, and so much of this is really about, and look, you need motivation sometimes, right? I'll I'll never say that that's not true. Sometimes, man, I go and I throw on like weird soundtracks for movies that I love. And I'm like, I got to get in the zone. Right. But, but that doesn't mean that I don't show up day to day, right? Put in the hours, put in the work, show up, take care of myself and execute the game plan. I gotcha. I gotcha. I love it. So why did you make the choice to be disciplined one day? Because it's a hard life. Yeah. Well, you know, what's funny is I wish I would have had these words when I started to figure this out, but I really didn't. Jocko Willink wrote the book, um, you know, um, um, discipline equals freedom, extreme ownership. Thank you. Yes. And in extreme ownership, he talks about how discipline equals freedom. And I was like, Oh, that makes so much sense to my brain. And you know, when I 
at 26 years old, basically, if I go rewind over a decade ago, um, I was doing pretty well for myself. I was working at a fortune 10 company. I have no high school diploma, no college education. I'm making multiple six figures, right? But my life's a disaster. I'm 350 pounds, smoking two packs a day, drinking myself to sleep. I'm high from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to bed, bro. I had discipline, but that shit was wrong. It yep. wasn't in, it wasn't in clarity. It wasn't in goal. It wasn't in spirit and soul. It was just like, I'm going to go make this money. And then, you know, in making money, it just, it destroyed my life because I didn't have clarity. And so now when I look at discipline, um, you know, it truly does bring freedom because I get to show up and live my life in accordance with the person that I want to be on my terms day in and day out. And look, man, it's not that like there's days I don't want to do this because there are like straight up. Right. But that's everything ever. Like sometimes people who love their jobs don't want to do it certain days. And in that you kind of figure out how to navigate the ability to understand that you have the freedom to do what you want. But, you know, ultimately when you are able to navigate being a disciplined person and look, I, I want to say this because discipline is a word that has a negative connotation to it, right? People hear discipline and they think about punishment, right? Which is understandable because especially in our society and depending on the kind of home you're raised, like discipline is a bad thing, right? Yeah. And then you understand what it really truly means. And it's about effort and energy and showing up and follow through and doing what you said you were going to do and accountability. And when you can get to that, like, it's amazing what happens to your life. Cause like, dude, like, honestly, there's days where I'm like, I don't want to be in the office at nine o'clock at night, but I know that I have to continue to execute to move towards my goal. And that's discipline. But that also means like, sometimes I'm like, you know what? I realize who I am and what I want. Ultimately, everything is about know thyself. And if it's a Tuesday at two o'clock in the afternoon and I want to go see Top Gun, guess what I'm doing? <laughs> going to see Top Gun. I love it. Straight I love up. it. You know, it's funny. The last podcast I was just on, literally recording 20 minutes ago, Top Gun Maverick was mentioned. This one, Top Gun Maverick was mentioned. I watched it's it two days ago. Movie of all time. <laughs> it is a great movie. <laughs> Well, awesome, man. Thanks for that masterclass on discipline. I think that's a, I have, I'm familiar with the extreme ownership concepts, but the discipline is freedom was a good reminder. And honestly, I need to go crack open that book or at least listen to it because yeah. it's a good one. Well, awesome. Next is up. Next up is your dreams and goals. So tell us about your vision for your life. You have three companies. So for your companies and for your life. Yeah. Look, I mean, life is always first. Business is always second. Um, I, I just want to be happy, man. And I want to be fulfilled and I want to do what I want to do when I want to do it. And that's not about anything other than just having massive clarity about the person that I am and moving forward every single day. You know, the life that I see and envision is a big, beautiful life filled with abundance and a lot of joy. Um, but there's, you know, it's life, man. Shit happens. Life is hard. You know, it's, it's crazy to come from being homeless, right? As a kid and stealing food to survive to being like, oh, Grant Cardone is my business partner, right? I mean, that's a very different experience. And so every day I just think about one thing very clearly is what am I doing today that moves me towards ending generational trauma in my lifetime through education and information so other kids don't have to have a story like mine. 
So whatever it takes between right now, this moment, and whenever that comes to pass is just about the continuation of walking the path. And as a byproduct of that, I believe that it requires being an effective business owner, an effective leader, being able to know how to do marketing and create and build and execute against frameworks and game plans. Because ultimately, I, Russell Brunson said this to me one time, and it, it hit me really hard. He goes, dude, entrepreneurs are the people who are going to change the world. And I was yeah. like, he's so right. He's so right. And so I, you know, I have Think Unbroken, which is about mental health in which we help trauma survivors learn tools to get unstuck, learn to love themselves and become the hero of their own story. We have Pods of Purpose, which is about empowering purpose-driven entrepreneurs, leaders, and change makers to get more clients, make more money, and create more impact through their message and their voice and podcasting. Um, and then I have Retail Company where we just sell stuff that I like to sell. And so, you know, it's really one of those things where those businesses are only going to succeed, succeed as long as I'm in alignment with the mission that I have. That's the overall objective of the future of my life. And so, you know, it's not monetary. I don't give a shit about money. Who cares? Like money is a byproduct of effort. And so I'm just like, if I can just show up every single day and move towards, like, I got a whiteboard over here. You can't see it, but it is covered top to bottom with all of the things that I want in my life. Yeah. I should do like a vision board, but I'm like, it's the same thing. So, you know, ultimately it's like, I think about, I look at that list and I just kind of move towards those things bit by bit incrementally every single day. And I know, dude, I, I fully believe this man on a long enough timeline, everyone is capable of having the life that they want to have. if They're willing to put in the effort. And, and I think it's unfortunate that, folks will be like, oh, I read the secret. My life's not different. And I'm like, yeah, you didn't do anything. Right. And, and action as a cure-all, you have to realize that you have to know, like, if you want something, it's not just going to get handed to you. And, and I realized that a long time ago, because I was playing the victim for a long time, man. Like, it's hard to come from the background I came from. It's hard to be a homeless kid and to be evicted all the time and to have a drug addict mom and an alcoholic stepdad and to, to steal food to survive and to not graduate high school and to watch your friends get murdered. It's hard, man. But, you know, you, you can sit here and everyone has the right to be a victim. I promise you, they do. I'm, I would never take that away from anyone. But you have to realize if you want to be in that place and you want to roll that die and you want to stay in that existence, something really dark's going to happen and you're going to die with regret. And that to me is a life unlived. So, you know, I, I don't want it to ever be dismissed that there's struggle, right? It's my mentor, Tom Bilyeu, he says it better than anyone ever could. He says the struggle is guaranteed, the success is not. And so it's just like, can't you just keep going forward every single day, just trying to create that thing that you want? Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I love that. I love that a lot. Well, vision for your life, be happy, clarity and moving forward towards your clarity every day. Are there any other dreams or goals that you want to elaborate on? Man, you know, it's, I want to be rich, like massively wealthy so that I can foster kids so that I can take those kids when I needed an adult who was loving and caring and compassionate and empathetic in my life, I could go and be that for somebody else, right? I want to ding the universe and create a massive change in the world, right? You know, it's whatever comes along that comes along with it. But ultimately, you know, it's it, it really does. And, and here's what I think about too. And, and I think that 
people don't often hold on to what I'm about to say enough. Like if I wake up tomorrow and I don't want to do this anymore, I'm out. Like I am out. This whole thing about life is about fulfillment, dude. And so I don't necessarily have these big like goal. It's not like I want to make a hundred thousand dollars today or whatever. Like, I don't even think that way. I just think about the impact and I think about the change and I think about what it means to bring people together in a, in a way that betters their life. I love that. And so when did you get to the point where you could say confidently and you trusted yourself enough to say, if I wake up tomorrow, I don't want to do this. I'm out. Don't care what other people think. Don't care about the circumstance. I'm out. When did you hit that point in your life? I've always been that way. Um, because growing up, like there's two, there's a, a very inherent truth that I know about myself. Um, I'm stubborn, like massively. Like it is my greatest trait and my greatest flaw and I own it and I honor that. And because of that, it's like, I get to choose what I do when I do it and how I do it. And so it's really about, it's not even about confidence. It's about recognizing that most people make indecisions, which is actually a decision. The word decision is in indecision. Yep. It is actually a decision that people are making to not change their life, to not do something different. I mean, at, at 26, I walked away from a multiple six-figure job with a Fortune 10 company with no high school diploma. And all of my friends were like, you're a psycho. You're never going to make this much money again. You'll never be this successful again. Like you're going to destroy your life. Don't do it. Just tough it out. And I was like, why? Yeah. It's not what I want to do. And so I, I'm very lucky in that, that I've been able to get to that place. And I don't care what people think about me. Like I recognize people don't like me. I don't care. People love me. I don't care. The most important thing, and this is one of the things that people will hold on to is incredible. The only thing that matters in life is how you feel about yourself when you look in that mirror. And if you are good with that reflection on the other side and you're honoring your truth and you're not lying to yourself or hiding from who it is that you are mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, sexually, financially, community wise, like you're good. So it's not. And look, I know why you asked me that question. Most people are terrified to say something like that. Oh, yeah. If I don't want to do it tomorrow, I'm out. Well, and the reason why is because they're asking all their friends what they should do. They're asking their, their family about things that their family has no business being involved in. And they're getting themselves confused, right? Because they get all up in their head. And if you're, you have to understand this, like your brain is a liar, like straight <laughs> up. Cause why? Well, your brain serves one purpose, man. Survival. That's it. It does not care about anything else. Survival. And when you get into your body and you trust your gut and you believe that the thing inside of you is guiding you in the direction that you're supposed to go and you honor that, you will be good every time. Like, think about this. How many times in your life have you been like a week, six weeks, two months later from a moment or from meeting a person and it was disastrous and you go, ah, oh, I should have trusted my gut. Yeah. You never say I should have trusted my brain. <laughs> never. Right? So like, that's the thing. Just tr trust your gut and be willing to dive off the, like dive off the deep end. Because if you're not I'm telling you right now, nothing in your life is going to be different. Mm, I love it. There we go. Okay. We got 
be happy, clarity moving forward, massively wealthy so you can foster kids. Any other dreams or goals we want to chat about? I mean, I want everything, man. Like I don't, I don't limit myself. I, I want to be, look, here's, here's, I had a thought I'm on, I'm on the board of a nonprofit here in Denver called uh, CO 1000, where we raise money for local charitable organizations and it's hundred percent pass through. So none of the money is kept um, by the organization. It all goes to whatever charity we're helping. And I had this thought a while ago where it was like, you know, we, we raised 50, almost $50,000 for homeless kids in this city. Like that's killer, right? Like that's a lot of money. But also it's like, well, what if I could be in that room and just go, you know what, guys, I'm going to double that. Yeah. Not even have to think about it twice. And just boom, we just doubled it or tripled it. Or maybe I'd drop a million. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But I'm just saying like that. That's what I move towards is just being able to put myself in a position to do things like that. I love it. Cool. I'm right there with you, man. I'm right there with you. Well, if there are one or two people that you could meet right now, and this could be a specific person or a type of person, and they'd help you take the next step towards these goals, being open to receiving everything massively wealthy, who would they be and how would they do it? You know, th those people are really already in my life, right? And it took me a long time to get to that place, to be mentored by, you know, people like Tom Billiard, to have a business partner like Grant Cardone, to spend time with Tony Robbins, right? But it's a lot of effort to get here. Um, and so I, I, I always got to shout those guys out because they played such a pivotal role in this journey with me. Um, I would say that there are two people for sure that I have not gotten to be mentored by yet that are on my list. One of them is Jay-Z. Yep. And, and that to me is like, I mean, I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man. And I'm like, respect. And then Ray Dalio, mm -hmm. like, you know, and so if I ever get the opportunity to meet those two guys, like that would play a, a huge role in my life. Love it. Love it. And what are the most important one or two things that everyday people can do? To help you inch towards your goals. Dude, showing up is 99% of this, yeah. right? People, people are always like, Hey, I want to help. I want to get involved. And they're like, I'll check my calendar and get back to you. Make a damn decision. Mm -hmm. Like decide right now, stop waiting. You know, it's, it's wild to me, like people, and, and this is something I had to learn, right? This is a, tr this is a skill. This is a skill to make decisions quickly. And every one of the successful people that I know, every one of them make decisions quickly. They oh, yeah. do not ruminate. They do not think about it. They do not ask people's opinions. They execute. So if you're like, I want to get involved. I want to learn. I want to listen to that pad podcast. I want to join Tim's program. I want whatever it is. Like they just go for it. And the people who do not, man, I remember these moments. Like, like you know, like it's so funny when you think about decision-making because you always end up making the same decision that you would have made if you would have just made the decision to start with. Oh, facts. Right. Yep. And so I think it's just the most important thing people can do is just decide because the more you make decisions, the less you're in that space of not making forward momentum. Yep. I love it. <laughs> I am uh, very much an advocate of making quick decisions. In fact, I, sometimes I do it to my detriment. I'll, I'll like not have all the sure. information. I'm like, I'm just deciding. I don't care. We'll figure it out as we go. And I decide. Okay. And um, 
all the time. Dude, I started a new company in less than 36 hours. Like when I started Pods of Purpose, literally it was, I was in my car, I was driving. I was like, oh, I know exactly what I should be doing right now. Boom, went home, bought the domain, built the website, launched it live, created a group, put people in it, started a newsletter, immediately, like 36 hours. Cause it's like, don't wait. What are you waiting for? People are like, I'm going to wait till I'm ready. Yeah, you're going to be dead. Because guess what? You ain't going to be ready. I've never been ready. I'm not ready for this interview. And I've done fucking 700 of them, right? <laughs> it's like, show up, man. Yeah. Show up. Stop waiting. And, and it's so sad to me that we live in this society that is just like, be prepared. Have all the things in line. Make the spreadsheet. Do the checkbox. No, that is the education system that has built you to be a person who follows suit with everybody else so you can go work on an assembly line, be a cog in the machine, and not have critical thinking skills. You are much better off to look, think about this, man. When is the best time to deploy your parachute? It ain't in the plane. Yep. It's in the middle of the free fall. Oh yeah. Go, go figure it out. And guess what? Sometimes parachute ain't gonna work, but sometimes <laughs> it is. And so you just do it, man. Go for it. Why not? No facts. I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. Well, now we're going to jump into our thriving three. And the first question is favorite book, movie, or podcast. Pick one. Oh man. I wish you'd said all three. Um, the Matrix is absolutely my favorite movie of all time. I think it's a great parable for life. Um, when I was 13, I saw it for the first time and I knew immediately that we lived in the Matrix. And whether that's true or not, how would you know? Because we're in the Matrix. Um, <laughs> but, I, but I do fully believe that we have the ability to bend the world to us. And, and I heard Ed Milet say something a couple years ago. I was just like, dude, he's so right. He goes, every family, every family has the one that one person that changes everything, that one person that fixes the finances, impacts the world, ends the trauma, changes the scope of the universe. Every family has that one. And that could be you. And so I think about that all the time. And I kind of tie that into the matrix because, you know, Neo obviously means one. And it's like that, that's such a great parable for life because, you know, you're, you're only going to build your confidence through showing up in the adversity and go watch that movie. If you haven't watched it in a while and you'll, you'll see the hero's journey path right there. And that's what we all are on. It's just, some of us are still plugged in. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, it is a great metaphor. And, <laughs> you know, there was something very similar to the Matrix. It was this art piece. It circled the internet uh, a little while ago. It was this art piece that, like, spent its whole life scraping in this, like, hydraulic fluid or something like that because it thought that's what Oh, it yeah. Lived. I remember that. But it actually was living off something else, like electricity or whatever it may be. And it was just a metaphor for our life, how, like, we spend our lives scraping in money but we're actually living off of like love and a much more spiritual experience than, you know, money fulfillment, yeah. if you will. Yeah, totally. Awesome. Well, what is one way you like to take care of yourself? Lots of different things. Uh, a lot of it's about physical challenge. Um, you know, it's, you know, having been 350 pounds of morbidly obese a decade ago, I take my physical, uh, my ability for my body to actually work very seriously. And so, you know, it's, it's, you know, martial arts and running marathons and doing 75 hard and just, you know, seeing what I'm made of pushing yourself. And I, I tell people all the time, like, if you can, 
it, it is a requirement when you come into like mental health coaching with me through Think Unbroken. And I've actually contemplating making a requirement for all the businesses that I do, that if you work with me, you have to move your physical body. Yeah. Because you, you, your mind is not right if your health is not right. Because think about it, if you're sick, man, you can't do nothing. If you're unhealthy, you can't do nothing, right? And so it's really, for me, that that self-care is about, and, and, and paying attention, right? You have to be cognizant of yourself. Um, and so when I need rest, I rest. But, but ultimately, it's like, you know, the thing that I want to do, the way that I show up in the world is about just putting in the work every single day not making excuses and, you know, being, living a healthy lifestyle. There we go. And what is one action step you can take right now to meet Jay-Z or Ray Dahlia? Be on this podcast. Love it. You never dude. Let me tell you something. Really, you never know who's listening. You never know who's paying attention. Dude, somebody right now who's Jay-Z's second cousin. Oh, be yeah. Like, yo, I heard this dude. You got to meet this dude. You don't know. You never know who's listening. Like literally just today I put together stats. So I always do a stat report on my show um, and my social media at the beginning of each month. Um, you got, I always give it a couple of days to propagate because Facebook's always a few days delayed. And so I pulled up some stats, looked at my YouTube, my Instagram, my Facebook, my Twitter, my podcast downloads. Last month alone in June, we had over a quarter million people consume my content quarter million people, right? Chances are somebody is paying attention. You never know. It's crazy. I just, I can't tell you the show because it's not locked in yet, but one of the biggest shows on planet earth, literally one of the biggest podcasts, I got an email from their team today for me to come be a guest because they heard me on somebody else's show. And so like, this is like, you know, you, you get in this and it's crazy what starts to happen. Oh yeah. <laughs> there we go, man. There we go. I love it. And now we're going to jump into our final series of questions. I don't have a name for them, but they require a lot of pretext. So stick with Call me. It the final series. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. The final series. Um, a lot of people have come on the podcast and they've said that the catalyst that helps people change from having a fixed mindset, not willing to accept help, not willing to accept change to having a growth mindset, being willing to accept help and being willing to accept change. The catalyst that helps them make that switch is a personal choice that happens after either extreme inspiration or extreme desperation. Do you agree, disagree, anything to add or subtract? Yeah, man, look, it's, so I had Lisa Bilyeu, who's a great friend on uh, Think Unbroken. And for very long time, my thought was always, you have to hit rock bottom to create change, right? And, and she said something really interesting that I ne literally have never to this day heard anybody say. Now, if you don't know Lisa's background, she's the co-founder of Quest Nutrition with her husband, Tom, who sold that guy for a billion, right? So she knows a thing or two. But prior to that, she had been a stay-at-home wife for eight years. And, and she said three words that changed the way I think about that question you just asked. She goes, I was living in purgatory of the mundane. I got you. And I was like, yo, that's crazy because so many people are just stuck in that place. And ultimately, whether you're rock bottom or you got massive inspiration or you're in the middle, you're right. That you're, you're in, in a suffering of gratitude because everything is good all the time. Right. Or just good enough or just what you need. It's like, 
the decision, one of the very first words that you use, the choices and the decisions that you make will elevate you forward. And, you know, again, it comes back to what we've been talking about the whole time. There's people who will make those decisions and there's people who are not. And ultimately my, my belief is changing in real time, thinking that it did require rock bottom, but then actually realizing that it actually requires a reflection and a deep look at the inherent experience of your life. Yeah. I love that. Requires that self-awareness to really um, make that choice. To really make that choice. 100%. Well, awesome. Given that same amount of extreme inspiration and extreme desperation, why do you think some people make the choice to change and others don't? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like, I've, co- dude, look, I've coached thousands of people, thousands. I've lost count. I've had millions of people over the years consume my content. I have no idea why people don't change but I have a hypothesis and the hypothesis is this. Think think about what it means as an adult to step into creating your life, probably for the first time, right? We, We grow up being told you're not good enough. You're not strong enough. You're not capable enough. We start playing that story in our head. We start being what everyone tells us to be. Why? Well, let's go back to the brain, right? The brain is about survival. And if the brain is measuring you being yourself, your identity as something that is potentially dangerous, because when you are you, you get chastised, you get embarrassed, you get ostracized from the community. Well, you start to learn, wait a second, if I'm me, that's dangerous and that's unsafe. So I'm not going to be me. So what happens is you start to bend who you are to create safety in your life, right? You chameleon, you placate. And for a period of time that serves you. And these are developmental ideas and understandings that happen in childhood. So when you're five, seven, 12, 15 years old, it's like this, it keeps you safe to not be you. And then you're 22, 35, 70 years old, and you've never been you before. And the only way that you can be you is by changing, by discovering, by being willing to jump off the diving board and see what's on the other side. And for those that are willing to do that, everything will be different. But again, you have to understand your brain, which is a liar, is fighting you this entire time because it's because you want to move into this next phase of your life, but your brain is continually saying, are you sure? Because don't you remember that one time when you tried to be you and it didn't work out so well? And so it's this narrative, this back and forth chaotic experience of which you're always inherently battling yourself. And until you can acknowledge that you're actually stuck because of your own mindset, not even because of the lack of inaction, right? One of the things I always tell people is, A lot of the things that we talked about so far do not work if you do not understand one massively important truth about life. Your brain does not care about your dreams. And so what you have to do is have the willingness to face the failure, face the breakdown, face the decisions like like to your point where you're like, I don't have all the information, but I'm going to do it anyway. And in that, I'm going to learn something. And you keep going and keep going, going. And so for those people who are willing to do that, they will find success. For the people who are not willing to do that, it is because they have not yet acknowledged that reality. That was <laughs> so well said. I really love the idea of your brain had been conditioned to know or to understand that being you was dangerous. And that's why it is so hard 
to make that choice because it's all about survival for your brain. Well, awesome. Some people need a smaller amount of desperation or inspiration to change. Others need a larger, more consistent amount. You've kind of touched on this a little bit. Actually, I think you've touched on this completely, but you can add to, I'll give you the option to add if you want. What do you think establishes that breaking point? Yeah. I mean, that's the threshold. It's different for everybody, man. Um, I, I hit rock bottom a thousand times before I changed my life. I was at the point, I mean, at 25, I told you, and like, it's like for some people, they need that for some people. It's one thing, right? It's a threat. It's a pain threshold. And it's really fascinating because there, there's no congruency. Like I can go measure I have hundreds of coaching intakes, right? And one of the questions is, why do you want to have a coach? And it's all over the board. Another question is, why do you want to change your life today? It's all over the board. I literally, if I put together a pie chart, it'd be 1%, 1%, 1%, 1%. And so I just think it's different for everybody. I I don't know. I wish I had an answer for you, but it's, it's really always is going to come down to the pain that one is willing to endure. It's like Tony Robbins says, man, you're only going to tolerate what you're willing to tolerate. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. So it is different for everybody, but do you think that threshold can be influenced throughout your life? Like, are you going to be the person who needs to hit rock bottom X number of times to hit the next level? Or are you going to like. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Like, like for me, I think because there was so much suffering in childhood, that threshold was boom, way up here. I mean, it took, I mean, the only way my life could have gotten worse when I was 25 is this, I would have killed somebody. Right. I mean, that's it. it. It was about as bad as a life could be. And, you know, it's like, for somebody who had a great childhood and a, a lot of support, it could be like, for think about this for a second. For some people over the course of the last now almost three years, COVID was the worst thing that's ever happened to them. And it destroyed their life, right? But it also created a wake-up call for them. So, you know, it's it's very different. Again, I don't, I don't know that there's a simplified answer to that. I feel you. I feel, that's why I ask these questions. Well, we got one last one for you. Keep this person in your mind as I ask this question. Really fixed mindset, not willing to accept help, not willing to accept change. So in Atomic Habits, James Clear talks about the four laws of changing your behavior. And the laws are make it obvious, make it attractive, make it easy, and make it satisfying. With that context in mind and that avatar I just told you about, how can we create an environment for that person that makes it more obvious, attractive, easy, and satisfying for them to make the choice that will change their life? By telling the truth. You know, it's so funny to me, like, so many people want to sugarcoat this, man. It's like, <laughs> it's wild. When my clients come and sit down with me, whether it's in business or podcasting or in coaching, they're going to get one thing from me, the truth. And we live in a sugarcoated nation, sugarcoated world where everybody's scared to keep it real. And like, look, I've had one of the greatest things that ever happened. And we probably don't have enough time to go into it right now. But one of my mentors, they fucking called me out. They're like, dude, you are not paying attention to what is right in front of you. And that's why you're failing right now. And I was like, oh, yeah, totally. That makes perfect sense to me, right? And, and most, uh, most people, any other mentor would have just been like, you know, it's okay. You know, you'll figure it out as you go. And I'm like, I need massive honesty, 
brutal honesty. And I think if we can give that to people in a safe way, it's not about being mean, right? It's not about being crass. It's not about belittling or defaming or bringing people down. It's just about the truth, brother. I love it. Truth will set you free, as they say. True. It will. There we go. Well, Mike. Michael. Oh, go for it. I was going to say, man, it might suck, but, you know, it's not so bad on the other side. There we go. There we go. Well, on that note, that's all the questions we have for you. Is there anything else you want to chat about before we sign off? No, man, I just, you know, I want people to be able to go and create the life that they want to live and to go and live in their integrity and their truth. And my hope is that this will give them a little bit of insight on how to do that. There we go. I'm sure it will. I got some myself. So awesome. Michael, thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, my pleasure, my friend. Of course. And if you guys loved what Michael had to say, make sure to go check out his podcast and his websites. All the links will be down in the show notes. As we always ask, shoot this podcast to one to three people you know need to hear this message. Go ahead and shoot us a five-star review on iTunes and we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.